the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, let's get it on. It's 1106, and we are back on National Parents Day. Yes, it is Sunday, July 23rd. Happy to have you aboard the restaurant show if you're just now joining me. Happy to have you. We go every Saturday, 10 to 1 in Colorado Springs, every Saturday afternoon, 3 to 5 in Denver, but every Sunday, 10 o'clock until noon, a simulcast all up and down the front range. Dana, a wonderful caller, regular contributor to the show, has held through the news. We're taking your calls at 303-696-1971. Let's go ahead and get him on. He wants to talk about a television show. Dana, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Mike. Um, I was just cruising. Um, I have Comcast, and I saw there was a show called Restaurant Near Me on Channel 8, which is like the community TV channel and wondered if you had ever seen it. I had a television show on channel eight in Douglas County. Channel eight was a Douglas County station and I could read the Douglas County restaurant show back in 2002 when Douglas County was expanding, uh, growing because the idea was when I approached the county commissioners, you know, let's keep the revenues generated by people dining out in Douglas County rather than them crossing the border to the south into El Paso County or up north to Arapahoe County. I am not familiar with it. It's obviously a show on Channel 8 that emanates out of Denver. Is that correct? Yeah, it does. It's um, hosted by a man named Larry Herz, H-E-R-Z. Sure, Sure. he used to own Carmine's on Penn. Yeah, yeah. And um, so what he does, he does five restaurants in each show and Uh goes through different areas like Evergreen or Lafayette or different Denver neighborhoods and uh, spends mm, maybe like maybe two minutes on each restaurant. So it's not very long, but uh, Mm. I found it entertaining and good and have learned about some new restaurants I never knew existed. I'm going to check it out. I, I've known Larry for years. He did a wonderful job at Carmine's on Penn. Um, and he has, he posts a lot. He's a regular social media poster, um, always getting out, always checking out different places. Um, so I'm not surprised that it is a, Good show, a well-done show. Give me a place or two that jumps out immediately that uh, you put on your list from Larry. One in Lafayette, which I might go try tonight, is um, called uh, Cajun, but it's C-A-S-I-A-N. And I guess it's um, a combination of both Asian and Cajun seafood. It's a seafood place. And okay. I looked at the menu, and it looked really good. I, it was actually nominated by James Beard for one of the best new restaurants, but the prices were very reasonable. 
All right. Yeah, that sounds good. All right. Yeah, go up there and check it out and let us know what you think. Um, have you watched Suits? I haven't gotten to Suits yet. I just um, was working my way through FUBAR. I don't know if you've seen FUBAR. Yeah, I have not. But let me tell you, be careful because Suits is really, really good. Dana, thank you for the culture. Appreciate it. 303-696-1971. Oh, employees that in and out can't wear masks. What's up with that? We can talk about that. His eyes are cold and restless. All right, 13 minutes after 11 o'clock, I'm Mike Boyle. This is The Restaurant Show. Uh, a little later this hour, we're going to talk with Steve Knatzer of the Airplane Restaurant in Colorado Springs. The Taste of Pike's Peak is coming up this Thursday. It's a wonderful, wonderful event. And uh, wherever you're listening, you might want to make a plan to get to this event. It's always a lot of fun. All right, let's go to Billy Greer. I got to tell you something, folks. I've been on the air for 28 years in Colorado Springs. And for 20 of those, Billy would listen while out on his mail route. Billy was a mailman. He's retired now. But I know that a lot of people listen to my shows while they're driving limos, while they're driving cabs, while they are out delivering the mail. Matter of fact, Billy was such a regular listener, made a couple trips with us, that I designated him as the official mailman of the Mike Boyle restaurant shows. Billy, welcome to the show. Let me ask you this. I'll bet you a lot of your other postal employee buddies were jealous of that designation, weren't they? Of course. Of course, Mike. And it was 25 years I listened to you. 25 years. I've been, been retired. I've been, I've been retired five. It's hard to believe, Mike, how time flies. Five years I've been retired now. Uh, you know, right. I, here's, right. the thing, here's the thing about it. You know, uh, every Saturday was that was a fixture that your show was on, and I, and then once in a while, I'd, you know, Phil Emmert, he lived on my route. He goes, what's Mike talking about today? <laughs> it was just, it was just, believe me, believe me, you helped me through a lot of Saturdays for 25 years. And I always appreciated that. Yes. Not to mention that. It was great. You know, it was great knowing that you were out there, Billy. Yeah. But I wanted to say something. I was listening today and about Louie. I didn't know Louie uh, sold out. Yeah, come by on what, August fifth you know and, and say goodbye. What a great guy! What a great guy he was. You know, for twenty years, I I did a we did a, the post office is big into the Muscular Distribution Association, as are the firemen, okay. but but that, that yeah. was our official charity. So Louis would always give us like ten. We had a bolathon every year, and he'd give us uh-huh. ten pieces, no questions <laughs> asked. Yeah. yeah. What a great guy he was. And uh, he has supported every hands. charity, every cause, oh. and, and he vetted yeah. the new owner pretty well, and hopefully that will that will go forward. Yeah, yeah. Billy, I did get your email. Uh, we were talking about longtime famous restaurants. Yeah. I've done a show yeah. in Denver on that and in Colorado Springs, and I mentioned Senor Manuel's on North Nevada. Been around, mm-hmm. I don't know, 40, 50, 60 years Wonderful, wonderful people, wonderful food. 
um, and in kind of an older part of the Nevada corridor there. Yeah. But uh, yeah. they do a great job. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, maybe I missed that, but it's we've been going there for, well, I've lived in Springs now for 32 years and probably been going there for 30, and a wonderful uh-huh. family. It's nice to support a local business, and, and they're, they couldn't be nicer. And so, anyway, good to talk to you, Mike. It's got kind of a rundown, uh, I shouldn't say that. Yeah. It's got kind of a dated front out to yeah. Nevada. And when people, yeah. when you go around, you go around the side and you park in the back, they've got the parking lot. It's always nicely resurfaced, nicely lined. You go in from the back and they always have the place updated and painted and the food yeah. is terrific. You folks in Colorado Springs, if you can get a chance to get by the senior Manuel's on Nevada, you're really going to enjoy it. Billy, and they, thanks and they got, a lot. I sure... Okay, okay Mike. Bye-bye. No, no, go ahead. What you wanted to say? Oh, first. I was going to say, and they also have an excellent margarita there. Uh, <laughs> they have a margarita club. They have a margarita club. You get a card, you know, your third one, you get this. Your sixth one, you get an appetizer. Your twelfth one is a free um, drink. And I've probably had 50 cards over the 30 years I've been here. So, so anyway, um, yeah, I mean, just a great. Now, here's the the problem they have is, is all over, actually, Mike, was uh, they always were they were closed Sunday and Monday. Well, then they had to close Tuesday because they don't have any staff. They can't get staff. That's you know, issue. so they're, they're, so they're closed three days a week? Yes, yes. Well, I will and tell you something. That, that, to me, that, to me, is an indictment of the place. Yes, it's a nice family. Yes, they have a nice facility. Yes, they do good food. But you know what? Suck it up and find some employees. Ask the employees you got to work a few more hours. I, I just you don't build business by closing. You build your business by being open. And so. That that to me is a condemnation of the place. I, I I think they're wonderful people. I think they do a wonderful job. But they ought to be doing a wonderful job. Hey, if you want to close one day, take Monday off because every Monday is the third weekend holiday, uh, that type of thing. You know, whether it's Memorial Day or Veterans Day or Labor Day. But right, right, right. You, you know what? My attitude, and you tell them that we talked about this. They need to suck it up and get open six days a week. Yeah. Well, I think. Maybe part of it is they're maybe they're just downsizing because they've been in you know they the parents started it now it's the sister the, the daughter well, and the and brother they, yeah well the daughter and the brother ought to figure out how to get it open six days a week and yeah, to me this to me it's just laziness and every every business not every restaurant every business in America is crying the blues about staffing so yeah. it ain't gonna go away staffing listen. Staffing was a problem 40 years ago when I was doing it. So, Billy, I love you, man. Say hello to the lovely B. Have a great day. Thanks for the email. I will. 303-696-1971. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to tell you about last weekend. was the Castle Rock Wine Festival. People having a ball. Coming up this Thursday, the Taste of Pikes Peak, and we're going to tell you about it. Steve Knatzer of the world-famous airplane restaurant. I can take your calls after that, 303-696-1971. 
All right, moving on on the Mike Ball Restaurant Show. It is Sunday, July 23rd, coming up this Thursday. You know, we've been talking about food festivals, beer festivals, wine festivals, all up and down the front range. There's some good ones. It's summertime, time to get out, time to enjoy some of these. You know, recently we had the Castle Rock Wine Festival uh, coming up on August 17th. We've got the 21st Annual Taste of Douglas County, but there's been plenty of others as well. And one's coming up this Thursday called the Taste of Pikes Peak. It is put on by the Pikes Peak chapter of the Colorado Restaurant Association, and it's an opportunity to showcase restaurants in the Pikes Peak region. Of course, today's Sunday, you know, Saturday 10 to 1, we're on the air in Colorado Springs, Saturday afternoon 3 to 5 in Denver. But on Sunday, we do a simulcast all up and down the front range, so I thought we would share this with you in case some of you folks in Denver, Lone Tree, Castle Rock, maybe you want to head south. Maybe you want to wander around a nice little street festival. And you folks in Colorado Springs, what a great way to check out a lot of different food service establishments in the area. This is an event that has been held indoors for many years. It was held at the Broadmoor International Hall. Then it was held at the World Arena. But I've got Steve Knatzer. Steve Knatzer is the owner and operator of the Airplane Restaurant in Colorado Springs, where he took an airplane, disassembled it, brought it up, stuck it in a building 22 years ago. Yep, the Airplane Restaurant has become, this is not overstating it, but it has become world famous. It's an aviation museum, wonderful food. Steve is living his dream. He is a licensed private pilot. So I thought we'd get him on. He's been very involved in the Colorado Restaurant Association, both the Pikes Peak chapter and the statewide chapter serving on the board. I thought we'd get him on to tell you a little bit about the taste of Pikes Peak. Steve, welcome to the show. Let's talk about what's coming up this Thursday. Well, you know, we after COVID, we haven't had the uh, the taste. So this That's is the right. first one we've had in a couple of years, and it is going to be big. Uh, it's Steve, at the Olympics. Steve, by the way, Steve, by the way, um, I, I, I refuse to refer to it as COVID. I recur to it, refer to it as our governmental draconian, draconian shutdown. But, um, yes, they took a few years off not to have it. But I'd like to mention that on August 17th, the 21st annual and the 21st consecutive taste of Douglas County is coming up because I didn't take the year off. I figured out how to do it. And I was there and it was a great event. (laughs) Yes, you were as you've been for the previous 20 and you will this year. I just wanted to, I just, I, I said, you know, to the state, to the County, to the town, I said, I think we can pull this off. Here's what I'm going to do. They said we like the plan, and it went for it. But it was a lot of work, and I'm just I'm just ragging you a little bit. I'm glad the Taste of Pikes Peak is back. Go ahead, go through the history and tell the listeners what's going to transpire. So it's it we're, it's at the uh, U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Museum. It's an outdoor event. Uh, we've got some great vendors besides the airplane restaurant. We have uh, Edelweiss. Uh, Flippin' Hibachi Catering, uh, Four by Brother Luck and Jack Quinn's, La Casita, Odyssey Gastropub, Parabacini's, and so much more. Nobody is walking away hungry 
And then we have a uh, concert for uh, Sofa Killers that night. So to buy tickets, All they right, just so have to go, go to Taste of Pikes to nine. I know Randy Price with Urban Egg at Daytime Eatery is going to be there. I look, there's probably, the website says over 60 different vendors will be there. Explain to the listeners the format. Uh, since it's a kind of an outdoor event, do people wander around? Do they come in and park, buy a ticket? Ticket is uh, Admission is buy tickets. Do they buy the food? Talk a little bit about the format. No, the, the adult tickets are $60, and with that you get one ticket to the, to the museum, uh, and kids 5 to 12 are $20, and then VIP, t- VIP tables are available for 10 people from 5 to 9. They get in an hour earlier, and it's $1,000 for 10 people. And we use this uh, the, the money from this to support ProStart, which is a, a culinary program that uh, goes through the, the high schools. It teaches management and culinary to get the kids interested in the hospitality industry. And it is it is fun. You get your, your food. You walk around to the different different places um and like i said it's an outdoor event we're thinking it's going to be beautiful weather and uh and we're looking forward to seeing everybody all right what was the what was the so you buy a ticket and that's your admission um a lot of people get these food festivals confused with the long-running taste of colorado in Denver's Civic Park on Labor Day weekend. They'll bill it as a free event. Yeah, but then you have to spend a lot of money on tickets that then you can use at the different food vendors. My event, on the other hand, you buy a ticket, and it includes the food and beverages. You don't need to spend a nickel. I'm getting the impression that the Taste of Pikes Peak is more like the latter than the former. You buy a ticket, you come in. Yes, it will give you a ticket to the museum, but it includes the food and beverages, if I understand this correctly, or if I'm incorrect, please clear that up for me. That's exactly correct. You go around from booth to booth, and uh, everything is paid for with your ticket. Okay. And so, and of course, by the way, folks, you've got the Taste of Colorado in September, quote-unquote, free event, but you better take a lot of money because you're going to need a lot of money for those tickets. You've got the Taste of Douglas County, where tickets are $20 at the door and only $10 in advance. And yes, that does include the food. And you've got this event, which is... I believe you said $60 for adults, $20 for kids, VIPs. You said they get in an hour early, but I thought the hours of the event were 5 until 9. So do they get in at 4, or do they get in at 5 and the event is from 6 to 9? Help me out on that. The the event is 6 to 9, and the VIP gets in an hour earlier from 5 to 9. I'm not familiar with the sofa killers. (laughs) the name of the musical group that's going to appear. Apparently, they're a pretty big deal in Colorado Springs. Yes. um, 
I've never heard them. Uh, I'm just stuck in the airplane mode here. So, are, but from what I understand, they're a great maybe, band. Maybe we're just too old. Maybe we're not hip enough. Yeah, yeah. I guess if we don't do karaoke anymore, we're pretty old. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't do karaoke because I don't want to submit. I don't want to subject people to my voice. Um, although I do it on the radio, but talking is different than singing. Have you ever done karaoke, Steve? Oh, well, let's see. I quit drinking about 15 years ago, so maybe 16 years ago. Yeah. Well, you know what? There's there's exactly that's exactly right. If you're going to do karaoke, you either a have to have a good voice by other people's standards, or you need to have a lot of liquor in you. I remember the only time I ever got sucked into doing karaoke. I was doing a bowling alley show up in Denver on Colfax. And they said, we want you to sing. You're the reason God made Oklahoma. (laughs) And they brought up a young lady. And, of course, you know the song. There's a guy part and a girl part, a guy part and a girl part. You know what I'm talking about, Steve. Yep. Well, of course, I sing my part, and I sound like a cat getting beaten with a stick. And... She has the voice that is borderline professional quality. And when the song was over, I said, that's it. Been there, done that. No more karaoke for me. How do people get tickets to this Thursday's Taste of Pike's Peak? What do they do? Where do they go? How do they get them? Just Google uh, Taste of Pike's Peak. It'll bring it up, and you say buy tickets, and you just click on that, and it'll give you the different options and answer any questions that you may have. All right, so um, we talked about a number of restaurants that are going to be there. Like I said, there's about 50 or 60. If you go to the Taste of Pike's Peak also, it will have a complete listing of all the places that are going to be there. You know what? These events are wonderful. You old-timers, you get to try some of your favorites. You newcomers, you get to try a lot of different places in the region all at once. I haven't been to Brother Luck's new Irish pub yet. I'll get there. But if you haven't been and you want to try an award-winning chef's cuisine, maybe you ought to pick up a ticket to the Taste of Pike's Peak. It's this Thursday. VIPs can get in at 5 for 100 bucks a ticket, 6 o'clock for $60, $20 for kids, and it goes until 9 o'clock. There'll be entertainment. There'll be a lot of food. There'll be beverages. But it's a wonderful event, and it's also a fundraiser. It's not a money raiser for these restaurants. It's a fundraiser for ProStart, a high school program that helps young people get into the hospitality industry. Steve, have fun on Thursday. I'll see you soon. Well, thank you very much, Mike, and we'll talk to you soon. It's 11.38. Happy to have you on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show every Saturday, 10 to 1 in Colorado Springs, every Saturday afternoon, 3 to 5 in Denver, every Sunday, 10 o'clock until noon, a simulcast all up and down the front range. Uh, Before we get to our next caller, a couple of things have really taken my temperature up. Just got a call from Billy Greer, the official mailman of the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show, and he wanted to talk about a couple of things, including Senior Manuel's on North Nevada in Colorado Springs. Everything was going fine if he just stopped at the margaritas. But when he said 
Well, you know, they're going through employee shortages, and now they're closed Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. They're only open four days a week. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Either get in the game or get on the sidelines, Senior Manuels. They're nice people. They run a nice restaurant. But quit being so freaking lazy. They're open four days a week. I looked it up. Four days a week for 36 hours. Four nine-hour days. All right, well, why don't you go over to Academy to Pueblo Viejo if you want some Mexican food. They do a great job, Oscar Macias. They're open seven days a week, and their hours are 79 hours a week. You want to go north on Nevada about a half a mile? Go to the Hacienda. I know it's a chain. I know it was started by some local guys but got bought out by Uncle Julio's out of Texas. They're open seven days a week. For 72 and a half hours. I'm going to tell you something. If I pulled up to Senior Manuel's on a Monday and they were closed, I'd say, all right, a lot of restaurants take a day. Give the equipment a break. Give the staff a break. Take a blow. But if I pulled up on a Sunday, if I pulled up on a Tuesday and they were closed, it would kick me off. And you know what? I don't care who's running it. Started by the parents and now it's run by the son and daughter. Fine. I'm sure they're one. I don't know that I've met them. I'm sure they're wonderful people, but either get in the game or get on the sideline. That's my personal opinion. Another thing that ticked me off in and out edict ignites new brawl over worker mask policy. I'm telling you what, you folks that are out there wearing masks, you need to get a grip. You need, you know what? Four years ago, nobody in this country was wearing a mask except a surgeon performing surgery. And now we got people that, well, I have a pre-existing condition and blah, blah, blah. This is from Nation's Restaurant News. Restaurant brands memo bans face coverings in Arizona, Colorado, Nevada, Texas, and Utah. Unless employees get a medical note, customers petition to change policy. All right, so. it's not the policy that bothers me. I think the policy is spot on. In-N-Out Burgers revised face covering guidelines, blah, 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 blah. On Friday, a change.org petition platform said it had garnered more than 13,700 signatures on an online petition to, quote, reverse dangerous and discriminatory, end quote, personal protection equipment policies at the Irvine, California-based burger brand. Masks become commonplace among restaurant workers during the early years of COVID-19 pandemic to help reduce the spread of the disease. Meanwhile, the company's communication department on Friday sent a statement from Denny Warnick, in and outs chief operating officer, explaining the policy change further. At In-N-Out Burger, we're communi- we've communicated with our smiles, rock on, since 1948, and a smiling associate helped set a warm and inviting In-N-Out, atmos- uh, In-N-Out atmosphere in our stores. We believe that wearing a mask literally bars a communication of barriers. Com- I'm getting so excited, I'm reading too fast. We believe that wearing a mask literally adds a barrier to communication, much of which is nonverbal, 
and promotes a more distant and disconnected environment, Warnick said. In balancing these fundamental values while still accommodating a specific circumstance affecting our associates, we have updated our internal guidelines to permit only those associates with a medical need to wear a face mask while working. Warnick said that the change will be effective August 14th. The change.org petition was started by Gwen Bishop, a resident of Seattle, Washington. She sounds like a real thumbsucker who suffers, quote unquote, long COVID. A spokesperson for the platform said Friday, I don't even know what long COVID is. I'm so sick of hearing the word COVID. With no cure for long COVID, masking and COVID-19 safety are crucial worker right concerns. Businesses must not jeopardize employees' lives, Bishop said in her petition. Gwen, this is all about you. Petition goes on to say, we implore in and out to reconsider and prioritize employee and customer health. Let us create an inclusive, safe environment where health and livelihood are not in conflict. All right? And I love the quote where they said that... uh, the, the company said failure to comply with this new policy may result in appropriate disciplinary action up to and including termination of employments based on the severity and frequency of the violation. In and out came out during COVID and said, we are not the mask police. We are not the vaccination police. And I agree with that. And you tell you what, if the people running in and out, we're running in the, running the state of California it wouldn't be in such a financial crap hole that it is. So my personal opinion is they are one, oh, 13,700 people signed a petition. Let me tell you something. That's nothing. That's chump change. And if you want to go to change.org and see if you can drive it from 13.7 to 103.7, it won't matter. in and out probably does 13,000 customers every day collectively from noon to one o'clock. All right. Just to give you a frame of reference, three zero three six nine six nineteen seventy one. Let's go to Gary in Denver. Now that I'm wound up, Gary, are you here to give me some good information? Or are you here to tick me off? Oh, Mike, this is Tony. And you know, don't sugarcoat it. Tell us the way you really feel. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you something. We have been sold. I'm telling you, I would take the word of anybody in the in-and-out corporate office on health and safety concerns before I would take the word of Anthony Fauci or Rachel Walensky at the CDC. Yep, you know, it's uh, customers in, masks out. Um, Yeah, I like that. I, I have a message for your travel group. Um, about renewing passports. You know, I'm looking forward to going on one of your trips this winter. And back in April, my passport expired, and I was concerned about the backlog that we've all been hearing about. I wanted to let your your people know I did the regular renewal, no expedited delivery. And it took me just about three months to uh, have a renewed passport in my pocket. Uh, but so I want to give your your folks a, a heads up that, you know, it'll take probably three months. You know what? I, that's 
great information, and I really appreciate you calling. I would be willing to bet that if you went on the Passport website, um, as a matter of fact, let me do that. It's the um, uh, State uh, Department of State. State Department, yeah. Passport renewal. I'd be willing to bet you that they probably tell you um, what the I think, I think the they, they, they say like nine to 12 weeks, but it took me three right. months. Well, that's, that's, that's 12 weeks. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I, because I've heard people say, oh my God, they've told me three months, six months, nine months, a year. You know, Angie and Mike that own Granelli's Pizza in Castle Rock, they're going with us in September, and it dawned on them about maybe a month ago or so that um, their passports needed to be renewed. They sent me a text message this week that their passports arrived. So I don't know how long ago they told me. Let's, for the sake of argument, make it three months ago. But, yeah, and if you want to expedite it, the fee, I believe it's somewhere around $65, $70, $75. And there's even a provision for people that want to leave in a week to go to the State Department office. I know there's one in Denver at 225 in Parker. I don't know what Colorado Springs would do. But that's just good information. And, you know... For listeners out there, if you're not going with us in September, if you're not going to go on our winter trip, if you don't have a trip planned, I would say this. Check your passport because people don't check them with any frequency, any regularity. And if it has expired or is about to expire, and you know what? If you've only got six months left on your passport, Tony, most countries won't let you in. You've got to have, yes, your passport doesn't expire for six months in the U.S., but you've got to have at least six months, and some places require even a little bit more to get into the country. They want to make sure they can give you that six-month visa, and then you're out of the country while your passport's still uh, in good shape. Good yeah, job, you Tony. Get, Thanks uh, a lot. Yeah, you, and you can get uh, your photos taken at, ju- at just about any Walgreens. You walk in, they take it, you're good to go. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's. Uh, listen, we are probably going to see in our lifetime a federally required identification. And so my advice, even if you just want to go to Tijuana to buy a Serape, my advice would be to get a passport and have it. You just never know when grandma's going to say, let's take a cruise to the Caribbean. And then you've got it. I, listen, if I'm flying domestically, I use it for my identification at the airport. Good job, Tony. Thanks an awful lot. 303-696-1971. We'll be back on The Restaurant Show. Okay. All right, coming up on 1154, we are about out of time on the restaurant show. Check out my website, mikeboyle.com, M-I-K-E-B-O-Y-L-E.com. And note from a listener on the mask issue, we've come to the conclusion some folks look better, better being in all caps, with the mask on. 
Just don't let big government force everyone to wear one. No issue for us anymore. Amen. I'm going to tell you something. I am going to need to be convinced that wearing a mask at this point in our society is just a great big look at me. I'm either being more socially conscious in my own mind or there is something wrong with me that I need to be protected from. I agree with this listener 100%. A couple of things we didn't get to uh, today. Casa Bonita, I'm telling you, I, they ought to put a tent over that circus. The clown show, you know, they've gone through opening and not opening and signing up for an email and trying to get an invitation and blah, blah, blah. And they're only open limited hours and they're not going to have tipped employees. They're going to pay everybody $30 an hour. Now the employees are belly aching and the employees want those that have been dismissed to be brought back. The saga. Absolutely. You know what? We talk about television shows. We talk about reading a thriller. All you have to do is follow the goings on at the Casa Bonita restaurant <laughs> to see what you to put a smile on your face. Speaking of Mexican restaurants, um, the My Neighbor Felix, which does a great job. One in near downtown Denver. It's actually in the Highlands. There's one in Pueblo, uh, Pueblo, Boulder. There's one in Centennial. And one is supposed to open at the promenade shops at Briargate. They were scheduled to have a media event on August 2nd. They announced it. Word got out. They put out the word that that is not going to happen. They did the same thing in Centennial. They thought that there were going to be uh, finished and completed with the construction and the training and so forth a little sooner than they were. So hold your horses. They do a great, great job, and you are going to want to try it. We'll keep you posted on when it will get open. Um, one more thing, talking about Mexico and Mexican dishes. Talk to Warren Erbson, the official travel agent of the restaurant show. Um, this week, final payment was due on our September 6th to the 13th trip to the Rio Palace Cucucan in Cancun, Mexico. Uh, it's on my website, and uh, so we can still have room for you. We've got 20 great, great people. I mean, Mike and Angie from Grinelli's, and uh, Carrie and her buddy Carol from up in Fort Morgan, and Larry and Kathy from Westminster, and uh, we've got some new folks as well, some old, some new, ah, maybe I should say some those that have traveled with us, I shouldn't say old, some that have traveled with us and some new people. You're going to meet wonderful, wonderful people. Have a great time. Randy and his buddy Chuck. <laughs> if you need to find Randy and Chuck on one of these trips, just go to the pool bar. That's where they will be. Great, great guys to travel with. Uh, I'll be taking baseball equipment down for the kids in Mexico. I've got a pretty good start. If you've got some used baseball equipment, bats, balls, gloves, catcher's gear, contact me. You can go to my website, mikeboyle.com, hit the contact page, send me an email. It's also got my cell phone number. Uh, We've been doing this for years in the Dominican Republic. Started doing it about three years ago in Mexico. It's going very, very well, and that's all because 
of you. If you'd like to join the 2022 of us going to Mexico September 6th, yes, you can do it. It's just one of these situations where when you book it with the travel agent, um, you're going to be required to put down full payment. So that may be something. And by the way, check your passport, like Tony said, because uh, if you want to go with a September 6th, that is going to require an expedited passport situation. Coming up this Thursday, the Taste of Pikes Peak. That will be a wonderful, wonderful event. My next boil meal deal will be Saturday, August 5th at all five Louis Pizzas in Colorado Springs. On August 8th, I'm going to be at the Garlic Knot in the Chatfield area to raise money for my nephew's um, youth football team. On the 12th, we're going to do an event at Rosie's Ice Cream up in Wheat Ridge. And then on the 17th of August is the Taste of Douglas County. If you want to reach out to me, send me an email, mike at mikeboyle.com. The out song is toes. i got my toes in the water, my butt in the sand. Got a worry in the world, a cold beer in my hand. As Zach Brown says, adios and vaya con Dios. Goodbye. Go with God. And have a great rest of your day, everybody. I'm Mike Boyle. And this is the restaurant. On the way, life is good today. Life is good today. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.